Welcome to Humanity Shines with Shelly Nagel. This podcast features people from all walks of life, their ups and downs, and what inspires them. Today, we have Jake Lockhearn joining us from New York. He's a singer and hairstylist. Sing you a song that ain't half bad, but that ain't enough. That ain't enough for you. And I could run across the world and bring you the sun. Look in your eyes one on one, but that ain't enough. That ain't enough for you. I wanted to ask you about your love for music. What drew you to music as a child? Um, actually, what drew me to music was, I would say, my grandma. Um, she mm-hmm. would play Strauss in the car on the way down to, like, long trips to North Carolina. We used to go to North Carolina all the time. Um, she had, like, a little vacation house down there. So we used to go there in the summer or, like, spring break or, you know, whenever we could. And she would play Strauss. And so, actually, I started listening to Strauss. And that was my first love of music with Strauss. Like no words or anything. It, I just like loved it. And that's kind of where I wanted that. Like even like it was just so theatric, theatrical to me. Like just the music alone, like yeah. very cinematic and everything. And it just made me really excited. And I think I was like four when I loved that. And um, and then she played Celine Dion for me. And that was when I started to love music, actually. And about how old were you when you first heard Celine? Like five. Five. I think okay. I was like five years old. Yeah, I want to say I was okay. like five. That's I awesome. Yeah. Did mm-hmm. you start after listening to her? Did you start singing the songs that she sang? Or yes, I did. Yeah, I started singing. Um, what's that one? Uh, that one that she had in the nineties. It was like from um, Titanic. Oh, because you loved me. Because yeah. you loved me. No, no, that, I mean, that one too. But because you loved me was a big yeah. one that I would sing all the time. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And then so you started singing. Grandma inspired that. And then mm-hmm. did, what were your some of your first performances that, you know, kind of led to your music career? My first performances was uh, so my piano teacher, I, I took piano lessons and my piano teacher um, wanted to wanted me to sing with the song that I was playing with the piano. And so I did that. And she was like, well, wait a minute. I actually think that we should kind of focus on your vocals and maybe you should sing more, you know, and you can sing at the recitals instead of play the piano. Cause we used to have like many recitals, you know, like for our family to come see our progress and everything. So then I, um, I sang at the recitals and then from the recitals, um, I had a couple of people there that were like, Hey, could you sing at like our, our Christmas parties or whatever? Oh. So I started to go into that. And then from that, then like locally, people just started asking me to sing places for them, like at restaurants or like, at oh, wow. parties or like um just uh, like small events and stuff like that or private events or like house party whatever um it, it was mainly dinners and and it was mainly dinners and like um like formal stuff for like the town you know and then okay. i was i uh, i was asked to sing the star spangled banner at some of the uh, football games here and the wrestling games and then um and then i started to do competitions for fun like it uh-huh. was like like started to compete it was kind of like a sport in a way wow um, what kind of competitions or what were they called? One was Colgate Country Showdown. Um, <laughs> I know that. And then 
Uh, and I actually won that one. Well, I won like the first, like you have to, you have to go into one round in order to make the next one. Right. Um, and it's for like, it's like a regional thing. So I won the, I won the regional, but, um, and then I, there was one at the fair, um, like the state fair in New the York, state fair. Yeah. The yeah. state fair in New York. Yep. There, there was one there that I did a couple, I, I think I did it almost every like three summers in a row. Um, but yeah, so just competitions here and there. Um, so many I can't really remember. And it was kind of fun because then you would meet other people that were singing and that kind of had the same love for singing as as me. And yeah. um, you get like a lot of exposure with like the local newspapers and stuff like that. Yeah. So then you would get That's more fun. jobs out of that. So that yeah. was kind of cool. And did you get paid for these events that you were doing? I did. Yeah. That's I would great. get paid. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I would, it depended. Like I, I sometimes would do them for free or something, but then people might I think it was my brother that was like stop doing these for free like <laughs> your brother <laughs> so yeah. then i yeah so then i did stop doing for free so i was like okay i'll get paid for them so like i'd get like you know for like almost 100 bucks an hour really that's know? great yeah so you did that and then you auditioned for american idol mm-hmm. what was that experience like well so i actually um I, right before american idol i had a i had a competition and a and um there was somebody that wanted to sign me at the competition, but I said, well, I'm actually going to be auditioning for American Idol. So I kind of want to call you back and see like kind of weigh my options, you know, cause I thought mm-hmm. maybe if I get on American Idol, there's TV exposure and stuff, you know? Right. So I went, so I went for the audition. It was very long. It was like a 16 to 20 hour day of just like basically just it lines, you know, sitting in mm-hmm. line. Mm-hmm. And then I sang for like three producers and they moved me on to the next round. And I, there was like four producer rounds that you had to go through and mm-hmm. they were like why don't you come back tomorrow um to meet with um the producers and then paula paula randy randy and simon so i met with the producers um right before i was about to go on to randy paula and simon and they were like you know honestly last season we had david archuleta and you just remind us too much of him and we're trying to go a different route this season like we don't want right. to have like a repeat character on here right so um but we do think you would be a really good fit for this band that is um a, that's being um auditioned or what is it, that's being casted right um, created a yeah, so- being, ensemble yeah exactly and they were like you know the he's he was the manager of 98 degrees and jessica simpson and i just think it would be a really good route for you okay I was like, okay maybe i'll try it out you know and i had no dancing experience whatsoever like at all and yeah. I went in there to the audition. I had to leave the American Idol audition like right away and, yeah. and hop onto uh, the subway and get down to New York City. I had my dad with me at this time because I think I was like 15. So yeah, young. <laughs> um, I went to the audition and there was like 500 people in this like tiny like dance, you know, hall or whatever. And we had a, I had an audition with like, it was three people at a time and there was three uh-huh. people watching us like three, yeah. three, like, I don't know, judges or, you know, yeah, um, yeah. and, uh, and that, or cast and directors. And and that's how I, I, I like left that audition thinking, Oh my God, like I just jumped around. I, you know, I sang, obviously they asked you to yeah. sing. So I sang, and then they asked you to do a dance and I had no idea. I dance didn't have experience. choreographed. Right. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't have anything choreographed because it was just like a, it was just like a quick thing. And then, um, I was like, okay, that was like, I'm definitely not going to get that. You know, I just I, I kind of went home bummed. And then I got a call back and they were like, we want you to take dance lessons, do what you got to do. And then come back with like a choreographed dance routine. And wow. I was like, okay. Okay. Yes, yeah. I guess. And then, so um, I only had like three weeks, I think to, well, I think it was only like two weeks. Cause I think the next audition, they were like, we want you to come into New Jersey. 
Okay. And so I was like, okay. And so I did private dance lessons for two weeks straight. Uh-huh. Like I, I had to miss out on a lot of stuff with school, but I, at this point, obviously I didn't care. All I wanted like, was this audition, like I'll do whatever I have and- to do. Mm-hmm. But, and, and the only thing is I kept, like, I, I didn't realize how nervous I would be to actually perform this in front of people, you know? Yeah. But so yeah. in the audition, I completely forgot almost all the dance moves that oh, I no. spent two weeks learning and hours and hours of learning. And I just, I, ba- I, you know, I, I remembered some moves. And so I did those in the, in the audition and, they were like, okay, well, at least we can see that you can move. So that can definitely be worked on. Like you're going right. to, you know, like this, this thing that's going on, this band that we're creating is going to be massive. So it's not just like a, um, you're going to be in rehearsals for like 20 hours. So you'll be able to get it done. You know, that right. we see that you can actually dance. Right. And then, so they asked to speak to my dad and they spoke to my dad. And then um, we left there and I still, at this point, I was like unsure if I was in the band or not. And then it was, I think it was like a week later, um that I got a call saying uh, that two of us have been picked to be in the band yeah um yeah so that we were just waiting for the three others so and that took that was like a couple month process where uh-huh. like basically life was normal still like I was just still in school and all that mm-hmm. stuff and then yeah and then like two months later they picked the three other people and then it was literally right from there we were just on our way to I think it was yeah New York City and then LA so it was insane and your life completely changed completely changed can you tell me what happened what you were doing did you get pulled out of school yeah so I had to get pulled well I would go back and forth going to school and and um I would have my work sent to me and emailed to me and all that Mm -hmm. and um and it was like just like I would go back to school like I wouldn't I wouldn't have like remembered anything that that I learned or anything that I did right you know just like it was very like difficult so eventually because it was constant where I was mm-hmm. out of school I had to transfer to online mm-hmm. and so that's kind of how I did school yeah so what was difficult from basically singing to just you know like restaurants in upstate New York then you moved into this boy band and had to do all these rehearsals and then you're performing in front of like a hundred thousand people right yeah that was insane you- yeah it was insane it, the first the first show was actually pretty cool because it was like like I, I've never performed for I think it was like I can't remember how much of the, the crowd it was uh, it was a it was a big crowd it was, it was at the um gosh I forgot the theater but it was in New York City yeah. uh-huh. it was at a very well-known theater and it was just like it was so bizarre I couldn't even believe like when I was on stage like that I was actually on stage and performing for all these people yeah so it was, it was pretty bizarre it was like a dream yeah who were some of the singers that you opened for performed with um that were pretty big names Back in the 2000s when you were in this band, which is called Wow, right? Jason Derulo. Yeah, it was called Wow. Jason Derulo, I think. Selena Gomez, Justin Bieber. um, Oh, yeah, at the time, I think there was, I can't remember the the two twins that were, I can't remember. They're they're not, I don't really know them now too much. But, um, uh, and then uh, Corbin Blue, um, gosh, my Cyrus, um, Naked Brothers Band. Uh, yeah, I, I do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. And, oh, uh, gosh. Um, Emily Osment. Yes, there was, a, there was a lot, actually. A lot, yeah. A lot of big names. And then you traveled all over the world, correct? Mm-hmm, when you're doing this. Well, basically, you- yeah. Yeah. Definitely all over the States. I think I've been in every single state. And um, yeah. London and, and all that. Ireland, yeah. Ireland is where we played the 100,000 um, crowded people crowd of people yeah yeah now 
I know being in a boy band, I can imagine that there was a lot of pressure to perform oh God, and perfect. Totally. Can you talk talk about that? Yeah, I mean, it's just like, you know, because like I said, we had like 20 hour rehearsal days, like literally. Um, we would like literally be going to bed at like 1 p.m. and like wake up and then be right back in the in in rehearsals. But um, it was a lot or of pressure. 1 a.m. Right? Pressure. Well, 1 a.m., 1 p.m. I mean, it was all these different times. Oh, we were got sleeping it. Got and waking it. up and this, we were just going to the we liked we had to go into the studio when there was going to be so much time allotted for us because mm-hmm. the studio was being used by other people. So right. we had to do like thoughts of like random times, you know, mm-hmm. just so that we could be in there for hours at a time. Can you tell me what you like, what exactly was your training that you had to do? Yeah, it was just constant, like going over the same dance moves over and over and over for like an hour straight. And then the next Uh section of the dance hour straight. And they would put like, um, like plastic mats over the mirror so that we couldn't see ourselves because they didn't want us to rely on the mirror. So oh, then eventually, interesting. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So eventually we were able to then see ourselves just so that we could practice our face moves and everything like that. And just like, just what we would look like after the song was over with. So, and yeah, so it was really bizarre. Yeah. Did you ever feel anxious with the pressure? Oh, definitely. Uh, oh, constantly. Yeah. And not yeah. only that, but like when you're traveling stuff, you don't really sleep. Like because right. you're either traveling in a car or you're traveling in a plane or like even a tour bus. It was like just constant. Like it, there was really no sleep, you know? It's like, yeah. And you were young how, too to be working yeah, on 15. Like that. 15. Mm-hmm. And you did this from how, from 15, 15 to, to about 19. 19 years 19. old mm-hmm. so you did the boy band and then that eventually came came to a halt and then yep. what did you do after the boy band well actually i was approached while i was in the band um okay. by a couple different agencies to kind of like do my own thing mm-hmm. and i eventually um went my own separate way after there was just like a major falling out but um i i went with an agency that was um part of canada and so uh-huh. they wanted to do stuff in canada and then do stuff in the u.s as well so that's what i did actually i went with an agency who then got me a record deal and a solo project that i did that's great mm-hmm. that's great and you still sing today correct i do yeah here yeah. and there i kind of wanted to um shy away from the industry for a little while actually to be honest it was just like too much i think for me yeah just, like i'm i'm not I don't like to be competitive. I'm just not. It's, it's, right. It, it's the truth. I just am not. It's a competitive. Like, yeah. It's yeah, a competitive it's, industry. I, and it's very cutthroat. And I'm not like that. So. I yeah. Just, and that's okay. You know. And you mm-hmm. cut hair now. Mm-hmm. You're a hairstylist. I do. I cut hair now. I think it. I think the reason why is because it correlates a little bit is like into like for me, the the experience of like meeting people from all over the world and different cultures and backgrounds and ethnicities yeah. and that totally like opened my eyes and my mind to like oh, like the, this whole entire world like it, it, yeah. it, I was able to meet people from all walks of life and I think yeah doing hair I'm able to do the exact same thing so I think there's a, yeah. like that similar like road there that kind of that's why I wanted to do it like right. or that, that's that's what really like that's why yeah. I really enjoy it because like, you, you know? meet a lot of people doing hair like, different clients different people coming in and you get to really mm-hmm. build a rapport and talk to people right. you know, like you did when you were a performer mm-hmm. and a singer um but would you like to continue at some point maybe working on a solo album because you have such a beautiful uh, e- eventually voice. definitely I want to um yeah right now I'm just totally focused on just like you know my craft with hair right. I, I love it and it's it's it, it's a lot of fun um yeah. so I'm kind of really focused on that and 
Uh, but eventually I want to get back into music, you know, do yeah. my own thing. Maybe, yeah. you know, soon. Yeah. Well, I know that you are a huge fan of Christmas. So, and mm-hmm. I love your voice. I would mm-hmm. love for you to sing a Christmas song. Okay. I can sing a Christmas song. Okay. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire. Jack Frost nipping at your nose. Yuletide carols being sung by a choir. And folks dressed up like Eskimos. Everybody knows a turkey and some mistletoe. Help to make the seasons bright. Tiny tots with their eyes all aglow will find it hard to sleep tonight. You like it? (laughs) Yes, that was beautiful. It's one of my favorite Christmas songs. Actually, it's one of the first I've ever sang at a Christmas show that I did. So beautiful, Jake. Well, Jake, I hope you continue with your music. You have a beautiful voice and you're a beautiful human. Thank you. Thank you for joining us today. And we will talk soon.